boom bang behind the podcast jokes <laughs> behind the drop the podcast that's not even funny quite funny though i'm quite funny i can't lie i thought jokes were meant to be funny that wasn't funny um behind the job podcast wow episode possibly seven possibly eight i have lost track it's because we're so on it and we're recording stuff on schedule yeah. which means in advance yeah so we have no idea what number this is but who knows who cares all you need to know is that this is the number one podcast music podcast in the world in the world could be one day sure it actually could be the more we say it i feel like it's just I'm getting yeah. so many good messages about this podcast. Oh. So many fire emojis. I don't know what, to, my phone's just blowing up. So I'm like, yo, your, your socials are sick. I'm like, oh, thank you. Really? You oh, know, big up Sinead for helping us edit these Big up Sinead, clips. Should, be, should be here today. But um, yeah, like, everyone's, everyone's, everyone who listens to it, which is, that's the hard part of it. If you're listening to this right now, then big up you because like, you've taken that step. But most people who listen to it, fucking love it. I know, thanks everyone for listening. No one's been like, this is shit, allow it. I mean, well, we're literally just telling the story, so how can it be shit? Because you could you could read out the stories like this: the baby got cancelled. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you're like, no, the baby, the baby went it. Like, I was a bit nervous about that episode. I can't lie. Because what? Because I feel like I got quite heated. <laughs> I don't know. You call that heated? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, compared to the other ones. Do you mean like that? You like. Normally we I was just quite, tell the story. Yeah. You were like, I'm annoyed, angry. And I guess it was very much opinion based. Yeah. Well, not, it's hard it not to be fact, though. It's fact. hard not to be with that one. Yeah. I, yeah, found, yeah. I found. Yeah. How do you feel about it now? Well, if people have noticed, like I was too like pussy to actually at him on our posts. Fuck it. If you at him and he goes crazy about it, that'd be an amazing promo. Oh do my that. God. See, this is the difference between you and me. What? I get yeah. yeah. If the baby came, like, okay, should we just like tag everyone? Yeah, 100% yeah, okay. tag everyone. Right. We tag so solid. We must have. I can't remember. I'll go back. He's on TikTok. I don't live on TikTok. So yeah, TikTok is king. I'll type the 20K thousand, 20,000 people who said the Fred again post. Oh, wait. Is it? Wait, how many? 20,000. Wow. I reckon because of his, I mean, tiny desk thing and like, yeah. Apparently, tiny desk is amazing. I, need to, I actually need to watch it. It's been a yeah. bit of a week, but. I mean, there's been a lot of clips right now with Coachella. Exactly. Yeah. Which kind of ties into my Your story. story. Does so, into mine. Yeah. Oh, yours is next Next, next week, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, other than that, it's been good. I hope everyone's feeling good. I hope everyone in the UK is, you know, enjoying this lovely, terrible weather, sunshiny weather. But the clocks are going forward. It's going to be, Eid's going to be over. What else is this going to frame this in this place? I don't know. Vibes are good. I feel good. Vibes are good. Vibes are good. You went to a wedding. You basically worked I at a wedding. Best man at a wedding. Best man. Uh, being best man is a lot of work. If anyone <laughs> asks you, say no. no How did your speech go? I think. Listen, people. I was so nervous about doing a speech, but I think the thing with doing a speech, what if it's the most kind of like everyone wants you to do well. Yeah. So it's hard to fuck it up. Like I literally said, "Hi, I'm Adam." People are like, "Whoa!" Oh, that's so, so cute. So. Yeah, it went really well. Everyone said I smashed it, but you know, listening. And I'm gonna Did you take, cry? Nah. Did he cry? I haven't cried since I was like 12. Um, Seriously, Adam, you need to look into that. What do you mean? I don't cry. That's not healthy. I, I got teary. I got emotional there. What's like, holding you back? God, I was like, yo, I feel that. But not, not, no tears are going to come out. You're dead inside. That's what people say, but you know, that's my girl. No, <laughs> it's like, I haven't cried. I think it's fine. I'm emotional. I'm empathetic. I'm empathetic. 
You're quite a happy person though. I'm quite happy. Like, what am I crying for? But yeah, there's parts and things I was like, that's really emotional. That's really nice. That's really sweet. And like, you know, when you feel something, I feel it, but it's not going to like, going to be dabbing in my eyes and that. We'll see one day. <laughs> one day yeah. when something really sad happens. Exactly. Then we'll get there. Um, but yeah, speech, yeah, speech went, well, people say I smashed it. I'm not going to watch it back to, I want that to be the memory. I'm going to take yeah. the word of those 100 completely wasted drunk people that I smashed it and never do it again. So you have to stay sober until the speech. I had like two glasses, maybe three glasses of wine over like five hours and then did it, yeah. Then got then just did espresso martini, espresso martini, shot, 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 shot. Holy and shit. DJed. And then, uh, oh my God, they had, he had you working. Yeah, yeah. Now he's like, get me through the edits afterwards. I'm like, bro. <laughs> but I think, yeah, that's good. Legendary. Aww. Legendary day. A very legendary day. But yeah, um, what time is it? I just want to, because uh, I don't like talking for too long. It's it? literally five minutes. Five minutes, and we've got to get started. <laughs> we've got to keep it short and sweet. Five minutes of chat only. Every it's getting week. less and less each week. Five minutes, it's... man. Come on. No one wants to hear more than that. Everyone's here for the story. And this week is a good one. Do you know why it's a good one? Well, I don't actually know who you're doing your story on this week. So this, I'm finding out, well, I mean, whoever's listening would have seen it already because it's the title, but who is it? It is my first time taking it over over overseas to the US, my first yes. US one. And it is, well, it's a big story, but I focus on a certain segment of the story. And the story oh my God. is the fallout of Jay-Z, <gasps> Damon Dash, and the full, the demise of a dynasty of Rockefeller Records. Wow. Okay. I'm so excited. Yeah. So we're getting into it today because the thing is, the thing is there's so much you could say about Rockefeller Records and there's so much that needs to be said about the rise of it because it's so amazing. But So you're just doing the fall? I'm going to do the fall. I mean, I'll, let me we frame lo- it. We love a fall, don't we? Do you know what it is? It's because I think you learn a lot from a fall. Sometimes more, mm-hmm. than, sometimes more than the success. Do you think? Or if you, sometimes, like, you know, I, but the stuff I've had, what, got, what went wrong or the losses I've taken, they give you more. What's yeah. the biggest thing that you've learned, do you think? The biggest thing I've learned. Yeah, in your personal career, let's say. Don't get gassed. Oh, shit. Never get gassed. Like, and I mean that from, oh, oh, oh maybe, let me frame that better. Don't listen to what other people say. Because it, either when you're down or when you're up. Because if, say if you're, you think you're, you think you're doing well and someone's like, you're shit, da, 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 it can really knock your, your confidence and you can have like imposter syndrome and all that kind of stuff. But don't listen to that. But when people are like, yo, you're killing it, you're smashing it, shit's about to change, da, 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 also don't listen to it because it's like, you can take that in and it's not actually like in real like terms. Like it's not helping you. So just don't, what, what people say, obviously take it, appreciate gratitude all that kind of stuff but like don't live and die from what other people were saying you just kind of like know has, that, has that happened like was that something you learned from experience yeah both both of them i mean uh, the way i don't get gassed was i think with the ed sheeran remix everyone was telling me like this is the moment your mm. career is gonna change like are you ready for this mm. you're gonna go top 40 you're gonna go do all this thing it's gonna go crazy on radio one playlist all this stuff and then when it didn't go listen the opportunity was amazing and I'm so happy and proud of what that track has done. It's still done an amazing thing for us. It did elevate our career. But everyone told me, like, I was gone, gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I was going to be Ed Sheeran. Yeah, like, yeah. Type, not Ed Sheeran. You know I mean? No, I like, get it. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't that. It was like, obviously, it's a it, step in rather your career, than, yeah. You have like things. I and mean, then at one point, sometimes you can, you take a leap rather than, and like, mm. it was another step. It wasn't, but I thought I was going to jump 
floors. Like I was yeah. about to rise, go to the presidential suite type kind of thing. It wasn't that, it was just a step. So I was actually kind of like upset. Were you disappointed? Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, you're killing it. And you've got this, that was dreams. And I was like, yeah, but I thought, I thought, because mm. of what everyone kind of told me that yeah. I was going to be up here. So now I'm only just there. That success doesn't feel like success at all. And it's not fucking mental because you're like, when you take away all of the expectations, you're like, I just did a fucking official remix for Ed Sheeran know, and I'm disappointed. Yeah, well, and you're like, not disappointed is not the right word, but in that, in that yeah. realm. It's, it's weird. Yeah. And, and then, yeah, so it's about you got to like save faith. Do you know what? It's to, to the general public, it was fine, but I know that like industry people were going, oh, actually, this didn't actually do that many numbers or that, do you know what I mean? So I was a bit like, oh, okay. So that that one, and then the other guy is just like, yeah, if you just listen to what other people say all the time about being shit, you can get yeah, imposter syndrome. I think every artist gets it. Well, I think you can get imposter syndrome on on both times, like both when you're down and up. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, more so I think when you're up. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. But that's what I mean. But sometimes it's just like that comment of saying like, oh, these guys are shit, or whatever it is. That then. It, oh my it god, who said it. that to you? Yeah, comments all the time. Got haters. What? Well, yeah. when you have haters, that's when you know yeah, you made exactly. it. Yeah. So I just think that that's 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 the yeah I, I, yeah I think that just don't get gas either way. Yeah, don't get gas and just just keep it keep it yourself. You know yourself sometimes you just got to like block out the noise sometimes. Yeah. Anyway, it's gonna be about your story. I don't want to talk about me. <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying you're saying the losses. That's not even the loss loss. But yeah, yeah. I just I feel yeah I feel like learn from a loss. So okay, but we will give a brief history about what what, what Rockefeller did because otherwise it doesn't make sense. So take it back to 1994 when Rockefeller started. What you have are three people: Damon, Dame Dash, Kareem Biggs, and Jay Z. Dame Dash and Kareem Biggs are throwing like block parties, street parties. They're just having they're, they're just like throwing loads of parties and they're just having loads of fun and getting loads of money in. And they were like, yo, we should start a record label, go into the music management game um, from that. And they actually did. And they managed a group called Future Sounds. And they got them a record deal with Atlantic. And there was an executive who signed them called Clark Kent. <laughs> Clark Kent. He, I think it's his DJ name, but he was an a and And then, also um, Superman? Yeah, and also <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Is he man? <laughs> and then uh, he, so he signed that group. But then he was like, yo, you need to meet this guy. There's a guy who's got a bit of heat around him. Um, he's from Brooklyn he's, he's, a, he's a rapper he's trying to get his career off the ground that guy was Jay-Z Jeez. they meet Jay-Z they like him he thinks he's a bit he's a bit off a bit wacky a bit weird also at this point Jay-Z's relatively old he's about 26 27 um, he's been trying to get a deal for so long hasn't quite made it done a few oh my god was Jay-Z like late 20s well, let's well, not say old but like in his late 20s when he was his late 20s yeah yeah that's why he's quite old now if you kind of you know what I mean for me, it's like he's always, because obviously he's older. Like he was successful when I was young. Yeah. So I'm just like, he's just the same age to yeah, me. Yeah, he's just, <laughs> like, he's just, he's just a man. <laughs> so yeah, but He's he, just getting richer for me. Oh yeah, I mean, definitely getting richer <laughs> and we'll get into that. Um, so, and yeah, and they just, um, they couldn't get, they tried to get a deal with him, couldn't get it. So they're like, okay, well, let's just take um, take the money. And they had got, they, they got like a little uh, advance from um, Priority Records doing a distribution deal and they took that money, took the money from Dame and uh, Kareem and allegedly took the money from what Jay-Z was making on the street. Although apparently like, yeah, we don't know how much money Jay-Z was making on the street. Listen to his records and figure it out yourself. And they released, self-released Reasonable Doubt and that just blew. It was like a 70-30 split. So they had like 
put out some of the costs but had a distribution deal but like they basically owned the royalties and owned the masters wow. and like doing it didn't do like it didn't go straight to number one or anything but within the first year it sold over 400,000 copies so it's like if you own all of that money yeah. you're making some real bank independent you know what I mean most especially in that time when the could label deals are so bad they were making some real money so then after that they actually um, people were trying to sign them but they're like no we want you can come invest with us. Okay. So in the end, they set up a, a record deal, a record um, label, a record label, record fella with Def Jam. So like a partnership, 50-50, they paid like 1.5 million and then they had a 50-50 set it up rather than like getting like bought out. It's like, you can come in partnership with that's us. That's so clever. Yeah. And that's Dame Dash because he's always been quite a savvy businessman. I think, you know, it, it, he, he actually kind of like, he's clever. He's always been a clever kid. He went to like private school. He's getting like goes over um uh, what's the thing you what's the thing you oh my god this is like a this is a dumb word like this is a like a scholarship <laughs> he's getting scholarships into private school so he's always kind of like been around like he's a very he's a very clever kid and um obviously with, with bigs as well and then after that kind of rest is history the amount of people they signed from kanye west everyone's blowing up jay-z had platinum 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 hits they're signing like the diplomats cameron memphis bleep bd siegel they've got the army everything is going well they are living life that they could like never like they could have ever dreamed of apparently they did dream of it this is the thing that apparently that like, all they did was talk about money and now they actually got to this stage and they knew that music wasn't even going to be the thing to get them what they wanted because they're like we want the highest highest life we want the butlers that yeah, everything yeah. that all they talked about was having the best and that's why Rockaway started because they were like cool once we're in we're going fully in so they're like let's build a brand and then like we use that as like an offset to exactly. I mean use that to offset other stuff exactly like yeah we want the massive we want to do what Puff's doing what Suge Knight's doing and, and everything together and they did <laughs> like Rockaway was huge Jay-Z was one of the biggest rappers of all time the people they signed are doing what they if you signed Kanye West like you're doing pretty well and that's like life is good um but let's, so we're skipping forwards. That, that first deal I think they signed with um, Def Jam was like 97 or 99. In 2004, they like re-signed again. It's like 20 million or something. From that 1.5, you got to up oh to 20, 20 million now. So like they are living good. But this isn't about the good stuff. This is kind of about the fall. We'll definitely delve deeper into that, that rise as well at some point later on in the podcast. But like really, this is like, the beef between Dane Dash and Jay-Z is kind of like personality beef. They're both such different people. You've got Dame Dash, who is basically just brash. He's literally, when he's brash. He's, he can come up with ideas. He's, he's just out loud. He's not scared to just tell it how it is. And you've got Jay-Z, who's actually very laid back, kind of thinks a lot. So you kind of, there's a, there's a little clip here I want to play of, um, of, of, of Dame and just saying like, his kind of philosophy in life, which I kind of rate at all in business. I don't believe I should have to be nice to get somebody to give me something. Yeah. If my product is good, no matter how I act, you will pay for it. So that's how, that was his mentality. Right. Whereas, whereas with Jay-Z, as he's learning the game, um, it's very much chilled, soaking it all in. I mean, like doing, doing, business, doing business deals. But Dame apparently like, basically he's an asshole. Like, because even Kanye said it, it's like, why you think me and Dame cool? We're both assholes. Like, yeah, yeah. That's the kind of vibe he is. And apparently he had loads of nicknames at the label. Because obviously now, like, if Def Jam kind of like partnered up with him, he's all in all these label meets. Apparently he's called, uh, I think there's a few, a few, few names for him. Uh, Dame Dashow, as in like, oh. uh, Dame Dolph Hitler, and CEO of Cockerfeller Records. Oh my God. <laughs> that's what kind of, and like, I remember, like he only 
at this point, he had like, he only ever wore like boxes and t-shirts once. That was it. If he wore it once, he'd throw it away. Do you know what? I think I heard that as well. Yeah, yeah. He said it. I remember watching it on like his cribs. So he's like, yeah, he literally wears it, throws it away. And he said about it, yeah, that way somebody gets to own basically new stuff and I get to be fly because he gives it to charity every month. So he just take, take your 30 t-shirts or whatever and just give it away to charity. Um, I wonder if he washes it first. <sighs> someone, I think someone, someone will wash it. Um, so you've got him and then you've got like Jay, cool, calm businessman, quiet business move, quietly doing deals, learning, learning the game. So that's kind of the personality beef. And apparently at this point, Dame is really living the lifestyle. Like he's living the rapper lifestyle. He's like flying everywhere. Apparently putting everything on the business as well. Just, just living it up. Like you say, he's just like, yeah, going on cribs, not wearing, <laughs> not wearing anything more than once. Just living it absolutely big as he always wanted to. He had a butler, he has private chefs. He has a, like two personal assistants, like just living the life he's always yeah. dreamed of. But that was just very different to the way Jay-Z was going around going about things and apparently like if you, there's an interview with Beanie Siegel which said it's like he just thought Dame was living got the high life got to his head too much like he was just living that life where 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 Jay wasn't really really on that at all um then you um have just some like differences in terms of how they foresaw the label and like how the label was going forward because um yeah they're both all three of them were still like very involved in in in, in Rockefeller, but <laughs> at one point Jay Z went on holiday with uh, Beyonce, and like, while he's on holiday, Kanye appointed uh, I think it was Beanie Siegel and Cameron to vice presidents as of of Rockefeller without telling Jay. What? So when Jay comes back and like it was, it's just like, what were you like? What's going on? But he there's always a bit of beef between Jay Z and Cameron. He, they never really got on completely. It was more like Dame Dash's signing. And there's a, but that H did it is O, D did it is A. That was Cameron's beat. <gasps> Jay heard it, took it. Stop. Yeah. There's an interview where Cameron's pissed about that. He's like, that was my beat. And two weeks later, it's all over radio. So he has, he has like a, a, a version of it as well. Um, and I think, yeah. But there's like, the thing is, like, the way Jay goes about this, he never, never like, publicly calls out Dame at all. He's just always just saying like, we we have differences, but we sort it out. And there's like a little, little interview here I want to play. Dame Dash and Jay-Z. Yeah. A lot of people thought that the two of you were feuding over mm-hmm. business issues. Right. What is, I mean, can you clarify that for the The thing public? about me and Dame is like, whatever we, whatever we, whatever we don't agree on, you know, we can always talk to each other and we can always, whether I'm wrong or whether he's wrong or whatever, we can always see our way through it. It's never a problem that we can't see our way through it and people just blew it up to be more than what it was. I mean... So that's him talking about it there. He's like, he's not going to like... He's just like, yeah, we have differences, but we're kind of cool. But then um, the issue is, I think, people at the labels were like, kind of like in Jay's ear. It's kind of saying like, listen, the way this guy's moving is mad. You're actually seemingly quite savvy. You need to like, kind of like, break it off break it off with him and he's like no I don't want to do that that's my guy whatever he's never doing it but I think because Dame started acting so wild slowly but surely that that drift started to to, to, to happen and I think basically he started kind of, kind of like questioning if Dame was actually as good as he thought and um and there's a quote comes out from from Jay which says Dame is good at starting something I don't know if he gets in his own way at certain points you know nothing got accomplished because everyone was screaming at each other. Because it's basically saying like, with Dame, he took Jay-Z, that was his idea. 
think uh, even like uh, Russell Simmons, who was the, you know, the co-founder founder of uh, Def Jam, says like, Jay-Z is Dame Dash's like idea. Like in terms of like what, where Jay-Z was in terms of where he, what he dressed as, what he wore, kind of like his visuals, Dame changed it. It was like, no, you need to wear this. You need to do this. Okay. And he really created it. So it's like, apparently he's good at getting it through, but then like, Obviously, he's very brash with it. And there's this, um, there's this amazing footage. I can't actually believe this footage exists because it started, started slowly that the label were having meetings about Rockefeller stuff and not involving Dame, especially with the Jay-Z projects. So we're like 2004, 2005. He's about to, Jay-Z wants to like release Black Album and retire. So I think he's thinking, oh, what can I do after? Um, there's a brilliant foot. And then Dame heard that there was a meeting, a marketing meeting going on about Jay-Z, which he wasn't involved in oh my god so what he does in typical dame dash fashion is that gets his videographer says come with me we're going to the label right now then barges into the label and just starts shouting at them as they're having a meeting oh my god. and films it all it's, it's amazing it's absolutely what is it on youtube it's on youtube let me play you a little snippet of it now that's why shit is He's just shouting at them. Make sure I'm CC'd or whatever. There's a brilliant moment <laughs> in it where so that's that's like 15 guys in the room. Like, yeah. He just storms in. There's one brilliant guy with a bit of like the top guys like, okay, listen, we're going to reschedule this and walks out. And he's like, what the fuck you mean you're going to reschedule this? What do you mean? He's like, we're going to reschedule it. And just walks out. And he's like, that's why I mean, you don't know nothing about Jay. You don't know nothing about my culture, your culture vulture. And he's like, go clear some samples or something. I'm like, that's just sick this. Like he's quick with it. But basically that is not how business runs and back to that previous clip we played with Dame he's like if my product's good I can act however I want but people are like we don't want to deal with Dame mm. we don't want to deal with Dame and and the business movie he's like listen you got your leading Rockefeller everyone likes to deal with you why don't you just like come over here and kick the other two out so that's the offer that Jay's basically been given and apparently it uh, it goes he took He's like, that's, he's like, Jay's like, I've got this offer. Takes Dame Dash to dinner. He says, listen, I've had this through. Like, what, 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 what do you think? Like, blah, 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 blah. And he's like, I don't want to take it. I don't want to fuck over like you and you and Dame. But he's like, well, what I really want is my master's. I want my, ma- I want to keep as much as my master's as possible. So like, could we do a thing where it's like, I give you the Rockefeller name, but you give me my master's to reasonable doubt. It's the first album, and I'll give you the Rockefeller name. You can kind of split ways. You go do your thing. I take this job, and you go that way. He's like, so I think it's a Jay Z quote. He's like, so I was like, let me get reasonable doubt, and I'll give up my masters. Because sorry, I need to backtrack quickly. Def Jam had offered him. He's like, if come with, you come with over here, ditch those two. We'll give you back the masters to all your songs. Oh my god! All your albums. It's a crazy, what a proposition that is. Like that is meant like, come work with us we will give you <laughs> back the masters to the track. So he meets up with Dame to discuss it. He's like, this is what I've been offered. He's like, I'll give up president and CEO of Def Jam, everything. I'll give up Rockefeller. Just give me my baby to hold on to. So in 10 years time, I can look back on it and I got something. I'm not empty handed. Basically, I was the one being offered something, everything. I thought it was more than fair. Dame Dash turned turn it down and I had to make a choice. That is basically <laughs> what happens. So then he's like, nope. We did it three ways. I'm never giving that back, never giving that up. So no, I mean, they, obviously, we, we're in, I don't know how you would feel, but like, 
that I had a choice to make. And obviously, you took the other choice. So then at that point, six months on after they like re- renewed their deal for 20, 20 million, six months, and then and at, and at that time, there's reports about Dame Dash and Jay-Z falling out. Dame said, all that is paperwork. We'll never break up. It's Rockefeller for life. I would never pass a torch or leave any of my artists. I look at them like family, almost like my children. I would never leave them with anybody else. Who else could run Rockefeller but me? Within six months, they'd all sold their 50% stake in, in Rockefeller. And Jay-Z was now president of Def Jam. <gasps> now own Rockefeller. Oh my God. So then they're out. So to explain that, I kind of had to explain how this, this is like musical, like nerdy kind of stuff. So we go back to the original deal with Rockefeller. Rockefeller, they go into a 50-50% partnership and it's with two labels. Both of them are owned by Universal. Universal own Polydor, Universal own uh, Def Jam. I don't think it's even, it's an island Def Jam, Def Jam. 25% each, 50% to split between Jay, Dane mm. and Biggs. So um, it, what happened was one of the uh, execs moved away. Another exec came and was a head of Island Def Jam, which owned Def Jam. Okay. Right? It's just confusing <laughs> as fuck. Those two, Beef, L.A. Reid, and this other guy, Kyle, they beef. He's like, I'm not working there. So he leaves. The, pres- the current president of Def Jam leaves, which leave- leaves that opening up. And then Jay-Z steps into that. He gets paid 10 million a year. And gets all his masters back, but then he obviously and fast for twenty million. So what happened between that dinner and then to them giving up their share? What, what do you mean? What happened in terms of like because why they give it up? Yeah, I think the money was really good, and then that like if you get oh, if you get okay. say if you in two thousand and four, you um you renewed your deal for like twenty mil, and then the two years later you're getting another twenty mil. I think, yeah, and I think because Jay was definitely going to do it, it kind of just led led the way on. You're like, at that point, if you know... He should have taken the deal. If you can't work out, if you can't work with someone, then, like, you know what I mean? Like, say if Jay's like, well, I'm gone, and, like, well, I'm gone, there's beef. Like, is is that, is it even going to work? Because if he goes to Def Jam anyway, then all... And then this is what did happen. All the artists then have a choice to make. And a lot of them, well, as they broke up, a lot of them... Went to Def Jam? Dame Dash set up his own label. Oh no! Most of most of the artists went with. Um, did with he, did he go independent? Yeah. Well, he, he set up a, he set up a deal with like under Universal where he wasn't like under Jay Z because he didn't want to be under Jay Z. But it was still under Universal. But then, like within a year or something, he actually went completely independent, and separate. And the only people to you go, should have taken the deal. He should have taken the deal. The only people to go with him was um, uh, diplomats like Cameron. And then Cameron started dissing Jay Z because, like, you stole, you stole my beat. <laughs> the beat. You stole Kanye because Kanye went. But the thing is, Dame found Kanye. Oh my God. There's a clip here saying about, with Dame <sighs> saying how it's, a, it's, a, it's quite a crazy story because the thing is, Dame was always a businessman. If you're talking, if you went back to like 2000 and were like, who's going to, someone from Rockefeller is going to be president of Def Jam, you'd all, you, everyone would have said Dame because he's the one doing the deals. He was always like, ah, uh, if, if I've got to bring Jay to a meeting, it's an issue. He doesn't quite get it. So I mean, that is always his side. He's the one who sorted that stuff out. He's the one who blew Jay, got on crazy deals, did the tour. He ever, he he did the tour, which was like uh, Jay-Z, DMX, and I think Method Man and Red Man. And that tour has changed hip-hop touring kind of like forever. So he did do a lot. You cannot fuck with Dame's legacy. He's done a lot. Then four years later, five, 
Jay Z is the one who's gone president. He's the artist. It's kind of crazy. Jay Z so- soaked it all up, learned, and kind of, and then Dame Dash kind of just talked himself out of it. And it was, I think it was a business move. But what Dame says is, it was like, I get it from a business perspective. It's a great move. Why? But we're friends. I can't believe we did it. So here's, here's Dame talking about how, oh, man. how it was basically a business move. It was a move. It was a chess move. When I wasn't expecting. I'm, it was always a business thing for Jay. He just said, why pay two other people when I could just pay one? And that was advice he got from Lior and guys like Steve Stout. And he went with that. And, you know, on a business level, it could have been the right move. But on a friendship level, I didn't appreciate it. Mm-hmm. That's so it wasn't true? Wasn't, what wasn't true? That they were beefing? The beef thing is... Uh, well, I mean, it's, it's like, whose word the, are you going to... In the 20 years since this has happened, there's been so... Daisy's basically said nothing about the whole thing. Like, it's a couple bars and tracks and, like, maybe a couple of interviews. Dame has, like, gone on, like, countless <laughs> interviews. And, like, this, the story kind of keeps changing. Like, oh, no, we're never beefing. Oh, it was yeah, it, Jay Z wanted Biggs out, the other guy out, even though that Kevin Biggs guy now work late, like a year one was working with Jay Z. I then. actually can't deal with this. Do you know what I mean? So we don't know who, what to believe. But what is kind of crazy is because obviously Dame's always like, oh, I'm a, I'm a businessman. That's all I'm about. I'm not even like, really care about the music. I'm a businessman. I make businesses. Music's not even my main thing. But he's obviously so hurt because it's, like, it's basically like a move that he should have done. But he's talking like, I can't believe he. It's basically like, you know what I mean? You're like, you're, you're on top and then you're this guy who's like, like, you just don't expect. That's like if you snaked me. But even more so, because say if like, I'm the one doing all the business or, no, it's like you, say like you, you set up the pod. Yeah, a little bit, because you set up the pod. You, it was your idea, all this kind of stuff. And then imagine I just come in like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm just going to set up this, uh, I, I, I get bought out and like, oh I'm the president God. of Spotify now, head of, Sp- head of Spotify podcast. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, well, I'm doing it over here and you, you could keep the name, but here's a couple bit of money and then you go do whatever you're doing. Oh my God. So obviously Dame keeps talking about it because I guess the issue is, is that since then, obviously Jay-Z's been a lot better at business. Now he's a billionaire and Dame sure. was bankrupt and all these kinds of things. Actually, oh my I, I do God. Wanna, but there's other reasons. To, so yeah, it could be, it could be that, it could be the beef, it could be Dame being an asshole and not being able to work with other people. Another one that needs to be noticed is the Leah situation. And how Leah comes into this is obviously our Kelly Leah situation. Mm. Dame Dash dated Leah afterwards. The year before her death, Dame Dash was dating Leah. Uh, and I don't know if it was just after that. I'm not sure about the timings. Our joint R. Kelly and Jay-Z project. So obviously he's hearing the stories from Leah. He's like, I don't, I don't like this guy. He's a dickhead. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> lightly. Um, so, but he was saying from that point, that was a contributing factor to what the rewards demise. He said, if you remember the best of both worlds, you don't see my name on that. I never wanted to be no part of it. I know I'm not fucking with that. I knew morally we weren't the same. But to me, Rockefeller was defunct. It was over. I couldn't fuck with it. It was something that to me, I don't want to say unforgivable, but I couldn't understand it. Mm. Um, I mean, he also was in the Fiesta video with R. Kelly's, but, Apparently he did donate his share of those proceeds to a breast cancer charity that Aaliyah had once championed. Um, but and I got to say is again, Memphis Bleak, very close to both Jay-Z and um, Dane Dash. He's like, everyone knows I fuck with Dane Dash. This is my guy, Rockefeller history. But somebody got to tell him he's bugging. <laughs> How you, uh, then you're going to say, really, you, you, you wasn't there. You was opposed to it. You're lying. So really it could be a thing in later retrospect, but, we don't know, but 
it's one of those ones that could be a possible other other reasoning behind it. And one last move. I want to get onto this. This is wild. It's wild. Everything's wild. Like Jay Z, this is how Jay Z set himself up, really. Just like, it's like like gangster (sighs) shit, though. It's like like something out of a gangster film, which is quite funny because all their early. Marketing was just them all as gangsters, like looking like Godfather type vibes, like La, La Familia. And now this is kind of like a gangster movie, he's just taking them all out. And even people are like, oh, why don't you holler at him? He's like, I took them all out in one go. It's like, oh, Jesus <laughs> in, in, Christ. On the Black Album. Um, and then, so one last thing Rock Aware was still there, kind of. Rock Aware is gone, uh, but Rock Aware is mm. still involved. Uh, and within like a year of the split, Dame was like, let's just split now, isn't it? And JC's like, cool. Bought Dame out of Rockaway for $22 million. One year later, we don't know what split it would have been, what split Dame Dash would have had of it, but I think conservative efforts put it at about 25% because he kind of like founded it. There might be another 50% in. One year later, Rockaway was sold uh, to Iconic uh, Investment Group for $204 million, which basically means if we break it down that like he had 25%, if he waited, another like nine months, he would have got like 50 something mil. So they say that again, then Jay-Z cheated him out of 29 mil. Because <laughs> they, the, you know, the rumor is that he knew that it was gonna that be this sold. deal was in the offing. It was like, okay, cool. Let's get you out then, isn't it? Here's 22 million. And then just flips that, makes 29 million more than nine months later. And then... Jay-Z! Yeah. That, so that could be it as well. And then obviously since then, Dame Dash has had multiple kind of things. That, some I think have gone, have gone pretty well. Movie production companies, spin-off series, this, that, and the other. But obviously the deals that Jay-Z has done has made him one of the first um, um, billionaires from hip-hop. So he's learned, he, I think he learned a lot Fuck. from Dame. And I, know, I think he learned a lot from the higher-ups in the music industry. And then now he's putting it all together. But that is basically the story, the demise of, Rocker, of Rockefeller. Oh, I'm speechless. It's a bad one, isn't it? Imagine being like him. Same. Yeah. Well, I think he done all right. But yeah. But he, it, No, but just it, to know that like your partner. A lot of interviews. If you want to go into interviews, like my friend betrayed me for money. They've only met like apparently twice in the last 15 years. But it's been pretty Shit. amicable. I remember on, on in lockdown, a clubhouse, the Jay-Z clubhouse. I don't know if you remember it. And Jay was on that sort of like bigging him up and stuff. And Jay-Z bigged him up when he was accepting some awards. So like they're, amicable but they don't talk really well they're old men now like and also there's no competition now no but Dame chats about it a lot still in interviews to this day that makes me sad yeah oh my god just the disparity it's just yeah because he was bankrupt a couple of years ago oh my god I can't deal with it it makes me sad (laughs) (laughs) it's crazy but I mean but I, I just like and then I mean, I think I think Karen Biggs is like the other third silent partner in this that we don't mention that much. But so Jay Z now owns all his masters apart from Reasonable Doubt. They sue each other because uh, Dame Dash was trying to sell Reasonable Doubt as an NFT. Like a, oh my god! Uh, Biggs has said he'll never sell it because uh, that's his baby, and then he wants to give it to his kids, which I think is fair enough. But like Biggs like works with, works with Jay Z now, so or did. I'm not sure if they're still working to this day. Um, I mean, Beanie Siegel, one of the artists, said that if Dane was a bit more like Biggs, just like played his role in the background, and didn't want to be this like He would have just brought star, him with him, maybe. Exactly. He would have he done what he, what he did. Because he would have turned oh, down that man. deal if he gave him reasonable doubt. Fuck! 
Mad one. Oh. Mad one. I don't know if I could live with like a mis- well a mistake like that. This is the thing about more money, more problems because it does. Yeah. Like, it's just it it does it does blur things, and I guess you know relationships they had a great run, fifteen years, but like with different people, at what point does that end? Um, and yeah, and and Dame knew it was coming. I think he just said, "Give me the Rockefeller name," but then obviously he's brought it out, and then so Rockaway did. Now we're like I feel like I'm digging it in, but. When he saw Rockaway, he's like, yeah, I'm done with Rockaway. I was going to put it, that money into my wife's uh, um, clothing brand. She started as an intern at Rockaway, married the, the boss, got her own, um, it's like Rachel Roy, got her own clothing label, got the investment, pumped it in, and divorced him. <laughs> oh my God, stop. Sorry, I, I really shouldn't laugh at that, but, but that, and I'm sure there's much more to the story, but that is also the story. Poor guy, man. I mean, absolute legend. And I think that, let me just try and find this quote. It's in my notes somewhere. And I do want to bring it up. Just because, um, like he is, okay, Russell Simmons. I know Dame, Damon will figure something out because he's Damon Dash. The thing you have to understand about this guy is he fought the whole thing up. Jay-Z just comes from Damon's imagination. This man is a visionary. That's like coming from the owner, the founder mm. of Def Jam. So like, he is that guy. It's just, yeah, he had that run and hasn't been able to, um, replicate it since basically he says that making history is like flying first class once you do it once you can't just go back yeah, to coach yeah, so you've you got to like aim for the biggest things but obviously with that it takes money and investment so if you don't get it right it's a big flop so jc's sneaky is he i don't is, know is you, he well okay let's let's look at it from jay's jay's perspective right you set out with the same thing you guys are flying and then you're like oh my god this guy's just moving Matt, Matt, can you chill out? Oh, relax a little. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wear a t-shirt twice. <laughs> Stop shouting at everyone on labels. You get the people we're trying to work yeah, with here, yeah, not yeah, liking yeah, yeah. you. Then so they're coming to you more. Okay, I'll chat to him. Okay, listen, we don't want to deal with him. Like, well, that's not really my pop. Like, it's not my issue if you don't want. Like, yeah, come deal with me. Like, I can't, I can't babysit him anymore. Then some guy you don't like is now the vice president of your company. You're like, brother, what, you, what are you doing? Like, I don't. What are you doing? You didn't ask me. Yeah. Like, and then you get off of this deal. Fucking hell, that deal's amazing. But I've got to kind of do this snakey thing. Fuck it. Let me go chat to him. Yo, I've been off of this deal, but it's a mad deal. It's amazing. But like, I'm ready to turn it down. We built this up together. But I'm going to ask you one thing. Fuck. Can you do this? No. Oh, fuck. <laughs> this guy. Bro, I have to fucking take the deal now. Yeah, because yeah. Because like, how can I not? What am I going to do? Just turn it. And then, yeah. So he's not, is it snakey? I don't know. I guess not, no. But there's some people who value the friendship over all of that and stay loyal. There's people who would do that. But I don't think that many. For honest, I don't think that many. When the stakes are that high, I suppose. Exactly. But yeah, that wraps it up. Let us know what you think. And yeah, let us know other other stories as well. Because I don't want to do US too much, but there's some that I do fucking love. And that's a crazy story. But yeah, we'll take it to the UK next time. Boom, bam. Behind the drop with two Ps on all the socials. Anything else to say? Uh, I don't think so. Tune in next week. And he's, and he's gobsmacked. Like, wow. I'm actually like <laughs> shocked. That is a wild story. That's good. I'm glad I got that reaction, to be honest. So I didn't know, know that at all. Is it? Not at all? Okay, sick. I'm glad. I'm glad. Not to that extent, no. Damn, one day. dinner. One that dinner. You can talk, it sounds like something from a gangster movie, don't it? Like, I don't offer a camp refuse. I will refuse it. 
That's so bad. I need one thing with you. Give me, give me the thing. No. Fuck you. It's <laughs> <laughs> some gangster shit. Yeah. Alright. All right. See you next week. Bye.